Readings from Old English, number one, the Anglo-Saxon Chronicle. This extract is taken from the Keys of Middle-earth, discovering medieval literature through the fiction of J.R.R. Tolkien, by Stuart D. Lee and Elizabeth Solopova, published by Polgrave and Macmillan. Introduction. This is an entry from the Anglo-Saxon Chronicle for the year AD 755 and is generally given the name Cynewulf and Cynehard. This is not the original title though. Strictly speaking, we simply refer to the text as the entry for the year, and only rarely do we give it a title. There are in fact seven distinct chronicles, known as the, under the title of the Anglo-Saxon Chronicle, which vary in the details and dates that they cover. In addition, at the end of the 10th century, an Anglo-Saxon writer named Ethelweard produced a Latin version of the Anglo-Saxon Chronicle, Chronicon Ethelweardi. Yet at the root of these is the same principle, an entry for each year going back to approximately the birth of Christ, but from the 5th century onwards detailing the history of the Anglo-Saxons in England. The early entries, until around the late 9th century, formed the core text of the Chronicle, but thereafter the manuscripts were distributed, and although the entries have many similarities, individual chroniclers played a part in the variation between the surviving text. The version presented here is drawn from the Parker Chronicle, more officially Parker Manuscript Corpus Christi College, Cambridge Manuscript 173, which is often thought to be the earliest extent version of the Chronicle. This is so called because it was owned by Archbishop of Canterbury Matthew Parker, who bequeathed it to Corpus Christi College, Cambridge in 1575. It is generally assumed that the Chronicle was instigated at the quest of Alfred the Great, or at least during his reign, and so was initially compiled in the late 9th century. The first full section of the Parker Chronicle, for example, which covers the Cunewulf and Cunehard episode, is believed to have been compiled in 891, thus some 140 years after the events recounted below. The chroniclers drew on other source materials, notably the Venerable Bede's Historia Ecclesiastica, which appeared in 1731. Thus the further one goes back before the late 9th century, the less reliable is the information. Moreover, the dates are sometimes incorrect due to scribal error, but also possibly reflecting a wish to spread news across the years to give a balance of entries. The story of Cunewulf and Cunehard is considerably longer than most of the entries in the Chronicle, or at least certainly those for the 8th century. It stands out as something which was clearly seen as important by the chronicler and his audience. In effect, it could be considered the first short story in English literature. And what does it tell us? In the simplest of terms, it details a minor blood feud in the history of the Kingdom of Wessex. It begins with Cynewulf seizing the lands of Sigebricht, justifiably so we are told by the entry. Sigebricht is depicted as an evil man, murdering one of his most loyal retainers, Cumra, but is eventually killed in revenge. This, however, is the start of the blood feud. Thirty-one years later, Cynewulf attempts to drive out Cynehard, Sigebricht's brother. Yet Cunehard turns the tables on Cunewulf and surprises him whilst he is with his mistress. A battle ensues and Cunewulf is killed, along with his men. Yet the feud does not end there. Some of Cunewulf's men, who had been elsewhere at the time they heard of their king's death, rush to seek vengeance. They come across Cunehard and after a brief siege kill him and his retainers. The text. 
Here Cunewulf benam Sigebricht his riches, and West Sayax Nuiotan for unrichten dadum buten hampton shearer. And he havde da od he offslog, thona alderman de him lengest wounder. Here Cunewulf and the West Saxon Witten deprived Sigebricht of his kingdom for unrighteous deeds, except Hampshire. And he had that until he slew the elderman who stayed with him the longest. And here na tha Cunewulf on Andred Adravda, and he tha wounder od that hiena answan offstang at Prophetes Flordan, and he racht on alderman Cumran. And se Cunewulf oft Michlum Yefeortum feat with Bretwal. Cunewulf drove him into Andred, and he there dwelt until a young man stabbed him to death at Privet Stream, and he avenged the elderman Conbra, and that Cunewulf often fought great battles with the Briton. And um an and thritig wintra thus they he reach a havda, he wolden a draven an atheling, se was Cunehard harten, and se Cunehard was thus Sigebricht this brother. And thirty-one winters after that which he had the kingdom, he wanted to drive out a certain atheling who was called Cunehard, and that Cunehard was the brother of Sigebricht, and tha ye askada he dona kuning litle werode on wifkifta on marantuna, and hina tha barad on dona boa utan ba eode, e hina tha men on funden de mit dam kuninge weron. And then he discovered the king with a small troop in the company of a woman at Merton, and he overtook him there and surrounded the chamber outside, before the men who were with the king might discover Tha ongeat se kuning that, and he on tha dora eoda and tha unhean liche hina werede, od he on thana atherling lokede, and tha utrasde on hina, and hina michlem ye wunderde, and he ala on thana kuning weron feochtende, od that hia hina of slagene havdon. And then the king understood that, and he went to the door, and then he valiantly defended himself until he looked on the otherling. And then he rushed out at him and greatly wounded him, and they all were fighting against the king until they had slain him. And that on thus weifus ye bearum on funden thus cunningus thanius that on still nesse, and that theida unun, swachwelch swadona ye arawiath on radost. And then because of the woman's cries, the king's thanes discovered the disturbance, and then they ran thither, whoever became ready and quickest. And here se adeling ye welchem feoch, and feoch ye beard. And here a nanig hit ye thigi and nolder. Ach here simle feochtende, wherein od here alle legon, buton anum Britishum yisle. And se swither ye wounded was. And to each of them the adeling offered money and life, and none of them would accept it. But they were forever fighting until they all lay dead, except one British hostage and he was sorely wounded. Tha on Morgane ye heardun that thas cunningus thanias the him be aften weren, that se cunning of slagen was. Tha readon hear thida, and his alderman os rich, and weeferth his thane, and the men they he be aften him laughter air, and than adeling on their abirig meton, there se cunning of slagen lay. And the garter him to Beloken Havden, and thou there to Eoden. When in the morning the king's thanes, who were behind him, discovered this, 
that the king was slain, then they rode thither, and his elderman Osrich, and Weefeth his thane, and the man which he had left behind him earlier. And the otherling met them in the stronghold where the king lay slain, and they had locked the gates against them, and then they went there too. And thy yebeard hay him here argen dom feos and londus, if hear him thus riches udon, and him kurte that here megas him mid whereon, tha they him from noldon. And then he offered them their own judgment of money and land, if they would grant him the kingdom. And he said to them that their relatives were with him, those who did not wish to go from him. And tha quadon here that him nanig me le offre nere dona here a and here never his ban on Folgi and Noldon. And then they said that to them no kinsman was more loved than their lord, and they would never follow his slayer. And thou budon here here a marum, that here ye sunder from Eodon. And he quadon that tat ilche here ye fair on ye bodom were, they air mit them kuninge weron. And then they offered to their kin that they may go unharmed. And they said that the same was offered to their companions, who before were with the king. Thou quadan here that here here thus na on munda, thon ma they eora ye fairon they mid them kuninga of slagana war. Then they said that they themselves were not minded to that, any more than your companions who were slain with the king. And here that um thou gatu feochtenda whereon, of that here therein a fulgon. On dona atherling of slogan, and the men the him midwaram alabutan anam, say was thus aldomonus goldsunu, and he his feoch yenerede, and they are he was oft you wondered. And they then were fighting around the gates until they fought inside and they slew the atherling and the men who were with him, all except one. He was the alderman's godson, and he saved his life, and nevertheless he was repeatedly wounded. And say Kunumov Rixida, An and Thritig Wintra, and his leech leith at Wintanchiastra, and thus Athelingus at Ashenminster, and here a Ritfadakun Gath to Chiediche. And that Kunumov ruled thirty one winters, and his body lies at Winchester, and the Athelings at Axminster, and their direct paternal kin goes back to Chiedich. You have been listening to an extract from the Anglo-Saxon Chronicle, read by Stuart D. Lee and recorded in March 2007. The text, translation and introduction were taken from The Keys of Middle-earth, Discovering Medieval Literature Through the Fiction of J.R.R. Tolkien, by Stuart D. Lee and Elizabeth Solopova, published by Palgrave and Macmillan.